Welcome back to I Love You 3000 Minutes. My name is Brian. I'm Richard. And this is the podcast that traveled back in time. I didn't fuck it up and almost say the X Minutes podcast intro. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Endgame style. So we can rewatch the entire Infinity Saga from Iron Man 1 to Spider-Man Far From Home. This is minute 90 of Iron Man 1 and Richard, what happened? Oh, this is such a good minute. Tony explains that he's going to be doing the same drill. He's going to find the weapons that were shipped over there and destroy them. Pepper explains, I would help you with anything, but if you're going to be doing all of this again, I cannot help. And Tony explains, there's nothing else. There's no art opening. There's no exhibit. There's no stupid mundane bullcrap that you've been helping me with before. There's just this, just the next mission. And I got to say, that made me think of the glorious that uh, the part in Endgame was a glorious payoff to this. The part where he says he's going to quit and not do the time travel thing. Mm -hmm. And then she just looks at him and says, yes, but would you be able to rest? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like she, she Russo, understands him, though. Yeah. The, I mean, the Russo brothers are so good at, and Marcus and McFeel are so good at making a story. With, like, very few little nitpicks. Like, in Endgame, for instance, Nebula should have been the one running with the gauntlet instead of Captain Marvel. That would have been resonant, and then it would have made sense to have all the other women come and help her, because Captain Marvel don't need anybody. She just took out Thanos' ship. You know? Right. That's one little flaw. That's all I'm gonna... Uh, so they're not perfect, but they're so good at making such a great, compelling story, and also paying off so many things that weren't even seeds. You know, that didn't... They didn't put that in there, so that... 10, 12 years later, it could pay off with her motivating him to do the job, mm -hmm. you know, and risk his life and die mm -hmm. for that. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you 3000. It's, it's called I love you 3000 minutes for a reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. uh, but they just are so masterful. I really think. And if I ever get a chance to ask him, I'll ask if it was inspired by this, even partially, because mm -hmm. this is the first time it, in uh, Avengers 2, he makes more suits after he destroyed all the suits in Iron Man 3. In Captain America Civil War, when they've split, he says, I, I said I was quitting, and then I, there was Hydra, and then there was the Ultron, my fault, and then, and then, and then, and then, and he never stopped. And all comes out of this moment. Like, all of that, to me, is given more legitimacy because of that moment, mm -hmm. like he's fucking driven. He's not going to stop until the world's safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Pepper counters with, is that so? Well, then I quit. Yeah. And Tony gives his perspective. He says, throughout, throughout all these years, you stood by my side while I reaped the benefits of destruction. And now that I'm trying to do good in the world, now you're going to leave me. And she explains, well, it's because you're going to die, Tony. And I agree with both sides of that. Mm -hmm. Like, It's easy to support someone when they're reaping those benefits, but not actually being the ones to do it. Mm -hmm. Like if Tony was going out there and just sticking knives in people's throats like Joker. Mm -hmm. Totally different. Right. Well, you know, it, Totally different on an emotional level because mm -hmm. you're seeing that you're seeing, oh, he just did that with this. It's kind of like the good place. You don't see the ramifications. Buying a thing of almond milk is bad because growing almonds is very destructive to California. Mm. Like it's uh, fuck. What's the word? Economically. Not economically. I almost started saying that economically. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> 
ecologically. Ecolo- so, yeah, it's it's just very destructive to the land and to the environment, environmentally. Mm-hmm. So you don't you're not buying that almond milk to do that. And of course, his is you know there's less hoops to jump through when you're selling weapons for people to kill each other with. Um, but you know she's not seeing him go kill people, so she sees him as she doesn't see him as bad. Right, she's, she's, she, she just sees, sees his, his potential. potential. Hard-working guy that she admires. And that she sees his potential, just like Rhodey does. Just like uh, Yinsen did, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But he's got a good point, and, you know, she has another she, good point. She doesn't point want too. him to die. And she states, I'm not going to be a part of it. Eventually, Tony dies, uh, which is a sad part about all of it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Endgame. I already forgot about him. I just mentioned that he died. I try to block it out when I don't need to think about it. <laughs> um, Tony explains why he's doing it. He he sits down. He's like, I shouldn't be alive uh, after what happened in that cave. And so he he states like, I shouldn't be alive unless it's for a reason. And man, his delivery. I, I haven't seen the trailers in so long, but I would not be surprised if that specific line mm-hmm. was thrown in the trailer like you can tell from like the f9 trailer that they definitely piece some stuff apart mm. together because of how vin diesel <laughs> like delivers his line to the ba's like mm-hmm. uh i'm a father now, <laughs> like, I'm a father the, now. the the level the the volume <laughs> level changes where you're like he didn't deliver that all in one line mm-hmm. but this is so natural for the scene and right. if that was in a trailer yeah. chills that imdb reviewer who gave it zero stars and cited tony's performance he clearly did not see this scene because the delivery was was like at least nine out of ten it was ex- it was very oh, this is very 10 good. out of 10 for me especially because you know like all his stuff with let's say the rooster brothers and marcus mcfeely he would sit down with four other collaborators and discuss his scene and develop them and get them rock solid. And I think this one only had one writer. And like I've said before, John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. did a lot of rewriting on the fly and reforming of it. So this is like, uh, this is either the writer only who did this one person or John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. Like, how do we make this slap even more this scene? How do we make it hit mm-hmm. even better? And they came up and oh my God, it, it goes, yeah definitely the the final lines you want to go over the final lines of this minute i just finally know what i have to do and he delivers that with all the sentiment that tony stark can deliver that line you feel i feel the torture in his voice and uh, him reconciling with all the shit that he's done that he hadn't realized because he didn't see it Mm -hmm. he didn't see it up front he thought it, it was necessary. He thought uh, the best weapon is the weapon you only have to fire once, and then it's done. He also didn't know his weapons were being dealt under the table. Yes. To be fair. But, but I mean, he was, yeah. He, like, well, he shut down his weapons manufacturing altogether, even not knowing that Obadiah intentionally dealt under the table, you know? So he was like, this is all done for me. He I, shut it down? He shut down all weapons manufacturing? Remember at the press conference he said i forgot the exact words but he said effect oh effective immediately i am shutting down the weapons manufacturing division of stark industries gotcha that's what caused the stock drop and everything and he says it again in captain america civil war when i saw what my weapons were doing i shut it down Mm -hmm. so he throughout the entire 
Infinity Saga, starting from that press conference, he has not produced weapons mm-hmm. for either side. You know? Yeah, I see. And what what I was saying is that I was taking his delivery in the scene to show that he is wrestling with the havoc and destruction that he has wrought through his company. And he's this is his first steps to rectifying that and making up for it. And by the end of Infinity Saga, by the end of Endgame, goddamn, does he make up for it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> Brings back half the fucking universe. Has his own stuff. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, talk about not overcompensating, but delivering on your promise. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, like, whenever someone makes a mistake and says, I'll make it better... Let's be honest, it's never mm. really made better, you know, uh-huh. if someone accidentally, or not accidentally, if someone cheats right. and then they want to make it. Or if someone uh, murders your family. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Nothing's going to make that better. If someone cheats and they try to make it better, even if they live the rest of their lives, the relationship is irreparably damaged. It might be like a broken bone where there'll always be that fracture point or whatever, where it's, you know, you could break the bone easier the next time. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but this fuck, he delivers on that. Gosh. Yep. Whew. Now, what if an endgame? I just thought of this now and I'm probably not the first one to think of it, but he tells Star Lord, hey, hey, uh, come over here. Star Lord puts a gauntlet on his hand. He's like, what do you wish for right now? Um, that guy to be dead. And then he's like, all right, cool. Snap. (laughs) Okay. So this is what apparently this is something that came out of new rock stars when I was watching, but they theorized that if they actually had that giant one on, which no one really could use besides Hulk because it was so giant, they Mm -hmm. couldn't even, you know, it expanded and it was stuck that way. So if Iron Man or Star-Lord put their hand inside that gauntlet, they wouldn't have been able to reach. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. And the only reason Iron Man could get it away from Thanos, like the original plan was just to time travel it back, put mm-hmm. the stones back and keep fighting. Mm-hmm. But the only reason Iron Man could get it is because of his nanotechnology. So when it grabbed the gauntlet, it communicated with it mm-hmm. and took it back. And the whole suit became a gauntlet for Iron Man. Gotcha. It just assembled to look really cool mm-hmm. <laughs> on the hand part. So, so fortunately, he couldn't have tricked Star-Lord. Right, okay. <laughs> so we're saying that the nanotechnology helped him get the stones out of that Thanos' gauntlet. Yeah, they confirmed that. The writers and directors confirmed that early on. That's how he gotcha. got it. Is it just, you know, they moved along his suit, you know, when he grabbed it. Mm -hmm. But they theorized that the gauntlet would not have worked for Thanos either way. Mm -hmm. Well, I was saying Star-Lord. I was saying Star-Lord because he was able to withstand touching the purple stone, whatever that was. No, yeah, he's half. He he was half Eternals or Eternal or whatever. uh, Whatever Kurt Russell uh, was. Yeah. Celestial. Mm -hmm. But he killed that part of himself in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 by killing ego gotcha he'll never be a god again. he's fully human now i forgot about so that. if he took the power stone he would have died but like i said he wouldn't have been able to snap mm-hmm. because the gauntlet would be too big mm-hmm. you know? gotcha um, gotcha so that's why he wouldn't have been able to trick star lord and also 
Strange said that was the one time. <laughs> like, the, the one way to win. Yeah. If he stopped and said, hey, Starlet, slice Thanos. <laughs> Thanos. The reason he took it away from Thanos because Thanos could have still taken the stones. Mm. You know, he held the power stone in his hand to punch away Captain Marvel. So he could still fight and kill a lot of people with the stones. Or maybe even escape with them and make a new gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Cool. How did we get there? Well, I mean, we we just talked about how Stone Tony ended. How Stone then, Tony was. Yeah. <laughs> see, any other details that we want to talk about? We see his mini fridge. Same stuff as before. Yeah. Except a little less Perrier. <laughs> yeah, that was a great. Oh my god, one of the greatest scenes that Robert Downey Jr. did in these movies. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it in mind for this entire Infinity Saga rewatch. To honestly see if any scene beats it for me, because if you want to follow along in the minutes on Instagram, go to I love you 3000 minutes. And what's the other thing? Oh, my name's Richard. Mine's Brian. You've got an army. We've got a podcast. Snap. <laughs> <laughs>